Good morning and win today. Welcome to today's edition of my TBJ Moments. Every single week we bring you insightful and exclusive conversations with people from all around the world who had the wonderful privilege and honor to be in contact with Prophet TV Joshua. And they let us into their experiences and their private moments that many of us have never heard of before, but we all stand to learn and gain from. Today is no different. We have a wonderful guest from Ivory Coast who will be sharing his experience. Stay with us. It's coming up shortly. I think this message today is a spirit-filled message for all of us in church. Thank you. I'm guilty of all of it. I go to church with pride. Hmm. And I feel putting my dirty money is what is all about worshiping God. my brother. Clap for my brother. You listen to that? Can you say humility? You say, go to church with pride and we put our dirty money and say we are supporting church. If you are supporting your church, whatever church you are belong, you are supporting your church with your money. What is the position of that church now? Man of God, this is a message my pastor have always been talking about. That try to do something in the house of God that will bless you and your family. Hmm. This message, if I have my way, I'll love it preached in my church on record so that people will know what it means to worship God. Clap we shouldn't be churchgoers. Yes, you to that? For you doing something in the house of God with all your heart, you are doing it for your generation, your family. I, I told about the issue of my mom. In those days when I was little, I would follow my mom. Mama would be, mama, later, he would start singing. I said, Mama, he will not answer me. I said, what are you saying? Anytime you are clean the bench, sweep the floor, what do you used to say? You always busy, mama. See your mouth moving, moving. You say, ah, what I'm saying, my little one, I say God should clean my life, clean my children. I'm clean your house, Lord, clean. But today I can see indeed. Go to the church and join those who are not your class, where you become a stranger among them. Go and join to humble you. This is what God wants. Thank you, sir. Thank you for your thank, education. Thank you, man of God. Thank you. You listen to our brother. There are many things you can do. Any department. You say we are supporting our church. What is the position of church today in the world? touch with today's uh, message. I'm a person that keeps grudges. Before coming to this place, I'm, I'm holding a grudge. And with that grudge that I'm holding, would, if I've not had your message, if I read the Bible, I'm just wasting my time. Before coming here, my father slapped me for no reason. And that grudge is in my heart, and I came here. For what you preach now, I have to leave that grudge. I will develop the happy dog, doing away with the grudge. Hmm. 
so that this, the indwelling spirit of the Holy Spirit will come to me. If I don't do that, the spirit of God will not come to me. And then I cannot read the Bible slowly, attentively, and repeatedly. When you are disturbed, clap for him. Clap so for I'm him. very happy clap for, him. Clap for this message. Thank I have you, to sir. forgive my father. Thank you. Thank you. So sir. I can move forward. You listen to that? You say you want people to do good all the time, and you don't know that this life is two sides, good, bad. You should be expecting bad, good, bad, good. You need more of these challenges to strengthen you, to look proper, to look focused. You need more of slab. You need more of heat. You need more of persecution. You have not yet arrived. This is the time you should be expecting persecution. People will embarrass you. That will help you to give yourself to prayer. The more you are embarrassed, the more you give yourself to prayer. I told you last time that our, our trouble help us to maintain our union with God. I'm happy to hear from my father here that he was unjustly slapped. I think it's, it's, it's good for us, for your strength. But most especially those of us that are stripes to get to a certain position, those of us that you need to grow in God. I just, you're expecting this. Take your time to read and to study the life of T.B. Joshua, my artisan. When you look at my artisan, you will see I have more degree in persecution than praise. But I'm not expecting praise. I'm not expecting praise because my reward is over there. everybody and welcome back to my TBJ moments and uh, as I said before the break today is another fantastic edition of this program as we are joined with a very special guest all the way from Ivory Coast Mr. Dennis Samuels who is the chief executive officer of a cybersecurity consultancy firm from Ivory Coast good morning and win today I have a good morning and win today and win forever, and sir. Win forever. Yes, it's a forever. pleasure to have you. Yes, Thank absolutely. You. It's such a pleasure to have you here and a very warm welcome to Nigeria. Although I know you're not uh, new and you're not a stranger to Nigeria, you're a regular here. Since 2006, tell me what brought you to the Synagogue Church of All Nations in 2006? Uh, thank you for welcoming me into this program. I would like to, you know, explain how I got to know Emmanuel TV and Prophet TV Joshua. So sometimes in 2006, 
a friend of mine called me. He was, he's a Lebanese guy and a Muslim. He called me, he said, look, Dennis, I want to see you. I have something for you. So I went to him. He said, look, there is a new satellite that just came out. And the, 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 the decoder has several channels, and they are all gospel, and I know it's good for you. So I said, okay, fine. That decoder was installed in my house. It has almost uh, 33, 34 channels. And I used to flip through every day. But each time I get to Emmanuel TV, about 22, channel 22, 23, I will stop. I used to see something spectacular. I used to see something intriguing. So I would pause before scrolling up and scrolling down, scrolling up and scrolling down. So one day, I called my technician and said, come. This particular Emmanuel TV, put it on number one. So that's how he put Emmanuel TV on number one. I began to watch. I began to, you know, go through seeing the prophet TB Joshua, going through prayers and the deliverances and the stuff. It was, these are some things that, so, I mean, these are things that I never saw before. Uh, one day on the Sunday, I saw him on the prayer line. And there was an American lady that came uh, with a mask on her, uh, with pump, with a gas tank, and she was strapped up on the prayer line. So when Prophet came out, Prophet T.B. Joshua came out, he looked her back, said, what's the problem? So, and he looked through the, the, uh, the, uh, the, the pancart behind the lady and uh, prayed for her. She dropped, said, pick her up. After that, he said, she's free. So now I saw the lady, you know, unstrapped herself, took in deep breath, and went into the service. And that time, the service used to finish 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock in the night. That woman was sitting in the front dancing. I took my laptop. I wrote straight to synagogue because I was going through a terrible time at that time. I was having all kinds of uh, sicknesses. I was having sinus, sinusitis. I was having insomnia. I couldn't sleep. I was having all kinds of sicknesses. So I wrote to them and said, look, I have the same problems that this lady had. How can you pray for me? The second day, by God's grace, so they, re they responded. and said, can you send us your medical reports? So I, I scanned my medical reports and sent it to synagogue. And uh, they gave me an invitation to come. That was the, a step coming to see who was T.B. Joshua. So <laughs> I was picked up at the airport, got into my room. I already booked my room, everything. As I entered the room. Over on top of my bed was his photo. So I look at him and say, wow, this is the man I came to see. And I sat down on the bed, looking at the television. The light was on. My shoes were on. I dozed off. I that never used to sleep. <laughs> I slept from that 8 o'clock until 2 a.m. It was the noise of the, I just heard some noise going on around. So I jumped up. I found out that my door was not locked. Light was on on me. My shoes, everything was on. I said, yes, now I know I'm at synagogue. <laughs> that was my instant first testimony. instant testimony. So, and I was there. I never saw Prophet T.B. Joshua, you know, face to face until Sunday. 
But my, my healing deliverances already started. So at the prayer line, they had to give me seat to sit down because I was, I was not too good. So, and he was passing, praying for people, but each time he looked behind to look at me, he would smile. In my heart, I said, prophet, I'm waiting for my turn. <laughs> so when my turn came, he laid hands on me, he touched me, he touched me, he said, you are free. And uh, from that, that was how my first encounter with him came on the prayer line. So during the recess hours, they asked everybody to go look for something to eat. I was put on a special medication, special food, special diet. I went straight to the dining. I went straight to coffee because I was banned from drinking coffee. I was putting the coffee. The lady that was serving looked at me and said, oh, Daddy, it looks you, you because you, since you came, you have never drank coffee. I said, I'm, I'm delivered. <laughs> <laughs> so that was how my first arrival at the Synagogue Church of All Nations took place. Now, I want to rewind to your first encounter with Emmanuel TV itself, Good. because a lot of people watch the channel or come across the channel for the first time, see all the wonderful things happening and are skeptical. Uh, you know, there's a group of people who immediately have faith. Then there's a group of people who say, could it really be? I'd love to know in your personal experience, what was it that lifted your faith and made you believe instantly that this is the real deal? Well, as a Christian, and uh, you read the Bible, once you see things that are not in the Bible happening, you can draw a line of judgment. When I saw Emmanuel TV, I saw deliverances, I began to retrospect into my Bible and say, oh, this took place in the book of Matthew. When I see another one, I say, but this one took place in the book of Acts. So that's how I drew my conclusion. I said, no, I need to reach there. That's how it is. Brilliant. I, I love how you always went back to your word. Exactly. Very, very important. Yes. It's now 2022. Several years have passed exactly. since your first visit and your first encounter in 2006. Yes. Please tell me, uh, how, how did you progress? How did you go from somebody who came seeking healing and deliverance to a friend of the church over so many years? Wow, it's a long story. I have so many TBJ moments mm -hmm. where I will slice them yes. so people can understand me. Mm -hmm. After my deliverance prayer the first time, I was about to go, I have to meet the prophet. That was my first time. He looked at me in the face, he said, brother, it is well. So then he took his call, complimentary card and gave it to me. So I said, thank you, prophet. As I was going out, he sent somebody behind me, say, go and get that man's complimentary card for me. So they ran to me in the car and said, oh, excuse me, excuse me. Daddy said, you should give me your complimentary card. So I had one left. <laughs> I just gave it. So someone sitting down by me, he was looking at it. I said, oh, excuse me, excuse me. I took it. I gave to <laughs> Sorry. <him. laughs> that was how it started. So when I went back, I began to see, you know, that I needed to do more, to do more. So one Sunday, I saw Prophet T.B. Joshua asking uh, uh, these uh, disabled people. He said, look, these people are graduating now. And God told me to buy them cars. 
and I know my partners all over the world will join me to do this. I quickly took my laptop. I said, look, I will contribute to the, towards this project. That's how I automatically became a partner. Wow. Without, uh, without wasting time. Because once when something is convincing to you, hey, you don't have to ask questions. I never asked anybody, oh, is this true? Is this true? Because I know my Bible. And what is not in the Bible, if it's happening around you, you can discern. So that's how it went on. Over the years, as a partner, you've also joined uh, Prophet TV Joshua on several trips, several crusades around the world. Uh, tell me some of the things that you witnessed, uh, because we watch from home and, and we see the immense philanthropic work that was happening, Great. the distribution of things, uh, and partners would have come together to, to, to raise those funds. And uh, the ministry will always say that, no, we don't go searching for funds. God puts it in the hearts exactly. of people to come to us. Tell me about somebody who was touched by God to pour into the ministry. How did it impact your life when you got to travel and see some of the things that the contributions of various people around the world were making happen? You see, from the outset, each time I look at the manual TV and uh, I see things going on, the philanthropic uh, activities of the Prophet TV Joshua, it's so intriguing that I felt each time to be a part. So I didn't waste time to join the partnership uh, of Emmanuel TV and uh, on, on his uh, various trips, I was here, I was at the synagogue when the, the earthquake in 80 took place. And uh, we sat down in the church, we sang, we sang song, we sang song, we were waiting for prophet to come out. So he came out around 11, 12. He was so enthusiastic. He said, oh, he had a bad news. There was an earthquake in 80 and God told him to send his partners there. I said, no. We got to be part of this. So, and this is how it's been going on. We went with him to all the crusades that he had, and the mighty things were happening before the crusade. There is always a moment for charity, which, uh, I mean, by God's grace, we are part of as a family. Now, tell me about going from partner to friend. <laughs> Go. How did you develop a personal relationship with Prophet TV Joshua? It came as a divine touch. My being friendly with Prophet TV Joshua was divine. We moved from step to step. I remember one time, my wife came here. When she was going, she was being received by Prophet TV Joshua. He said, oh, how are you? How is my brother? She said, oh, he's fine. I said, what did he say? Oh, he said, I should tell you hello. I said, what did he say again? My wife didn't know what to say. My wife said, ah. he said he, he needed fruit from the altar. <laughs> Before she could finish, there was a, a buzz, and the people came in and said, find me fruit, find me fruit, find me fruit. I was, in, I was back home, my wife came with bags full of fruits from Prophet T.B. Joshua, I was so amazed. I mean, I, 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 I couldn't phantom in. I said, wow, for him, out of thousands to remember me, is something touching. And this is how the relationship began. And, uh, we responded to most of his calls each time, 
and uh, we kept on the relationship. So many areas that he touched in my life, personally, in my family, and uh, we, kept on, we kept on going with him. We find it impossible to say no to his call at any time. Tell us about some of those areas uh, that he touched in your, in your personal life and in your family as well. Okay. Uh, by virtue of my profession, we used to have a West African conference. So the conference was re relocated to Nigeria in uh, 2018 or so. So I sent SMS. I was at the airport. I sent SMS to synagogue to prophet, Prophet's line, because he gave me his card. I said, oh, Prophet, I have a conference that will start on Monday in Lagos. I'm going to come Saturday. I'm going to sleep in an hotel near the church, and I will you know, assist in the Sunday service. Then I will go to my hotel. After 15 minutes, there was a call. The Prophet said, you cannot stay in a hotel. A protocol will come and pick you from the airport, and exactly so. They picked me up at the airport, I was lodged, and uh, I was taken by, with a special car to my conference. I mean, it was touching that someone, I mean, I, I didn't ask for it, but it was so divine, and he opened up his, his, his heart to, to, to embrace me. So that really touched me. Mm. really gave me an insight that is someone to go along with each time. And I, I get the sense that there were a lot of lessons that you were learning from observing and from the gestures that he extended towards you and your family. What are some of the biggest lessons you would say you learned from Prophet T.B. Joshua? The, 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 the aspect of humility. Because when you give something to somebody, you expect that person to either prostrate to tell you thank you, but he will rather tell you, please, I want you to take this with your whole heart. So that really touched my family. And he never relented calling me. And I took it upon myself, my family, that we have to reciprocate everything that Prophet was doing for us. So we took a guard against people blackmailing him at all times. But um, do you have any, any moments, any memories that you would say that there was this moment that we had together that I, I reflect on and I have a good laugh about? Okay. <laughs> I remembered after I started coming here, he saw me. He received me one, one day. He said, look, you're supposed to be bringing people who are sick for deliverance here. And this, I said, man of God, I'm a businessman. He laughed, he laughed, he tapped the table. He called the evangelist, he said, look at our brother. He said, he's a businessman. I said, yes, it's good to talk the truth. I said, I don't have the time. And that kind of job, it should be for the pastors. It shouldn't be for me. I'm not a pastor. And we laughed over it. But at the end, I saw it as a, as a commitment. So we took over the aspect of bringing people here and uh, letting them have their freedom because most of them are in bondage. So that's how it's been on. And uh, it was a wonderful time with Prophet B. Joshua. We roll it on up to the year 2010. 
2010, there was a getting to be crisis in Ivory Coast. Uh, on Emmanuel TV, he gave a prophecy about the nation. I came here, he asked me, he said, look, what happened? God gave me a prophecy for the, prof for the president at that time. But they never allowed me to talk to the president. I said, man of God, they will never allow you to talk to him. They are all pastors. It's like you want to, you want to delve into their area. They will not allow you to talk to him. I said, but I must deliver the, the message because I saw things that will happen in that country. And uh, we fought hard, tried to pass the message. The message did not go as supposed to. He ended up coming on the, on the Emmanuel TV to say exactly what will happen, and it happened as he said it. Mm. So when a prophet of God speaks, you can judge by the result of his message. So, and uh, by God's grace, in the January of 2011, I just received a message uh, to come to Nigeria, and I came, and I met a few other people, and by God's grace, he, he blessed me with this pin that represents uh, 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 the, the office of an ambassador. So I'm one of his ambassadors here on earth. So irregardless of what the situation is, anywhere I enter, they can look at me, oh, Emmanuel TV, uh, TV Joshua, and that's how it's supposed to be. Many, many people had a, a, a negative motive about Prophet TB Joshua. It's our duty, it's my duty to tell them who TB Joshua is. But they said, do you know him? I said, no, I just came from there. <laughs> yes. And uh, in the process, uh, it was, it was it, I mean, the, the relationship was so, was so wonderful. It was so wonderful. Uh, I have some photos that we took. I was, uh, I was on a mission, another good event. On a Thursday, I received a call from a pastor. He said, oh, Brother Samuels, uh, when last you heard from uh, Prophet TB Joshua? I said, it's fine. He said, but I heard another one pastor called me and said uh, he, had a, he had a service last Sunday. And after the service, he passed on. And uh, I said, no, the first person I will call is Mr. Samuels. I said, okay. I don't think it's true because I didn't receive any message, but let me check. He said, please check and call me back. So I called the synagogue line, the prophet's line. Uh, an evangelist picked the phone. I said, I said, how is Prophet T.B. Joshua? He said, Prophet is fine. I said, did you see him today? And he laughed. He said, yes. I said, but somebody call me now. And said a prophet passed on after last Sunday's service. He said, no, a prophet is here. He said, can you please send me what you are saying? Can you send it to me in text? So I sent an SMS to him. After about five minutes, they called back. and said, hello, is that Mr. Samuels? I said, yes, sir. please hold on for Prophet T.B. Joshua. He came online and said, my brother, I did campaign. I don't know <laughs> what that means. <laughs> so he said, I did campaign. Say, they are lying. Devil is a liar. Say, those are some of the stories they're carrying around. Say, I'm happy to hear your voice. Thank you very much. So he said, when you are free, you come. So I went back after my mission. After a few weeks, I came to the church. 
to synagogue. So when we were talking, he received me around, he received me around 2 a.m. We talked, they said, oh, everything is fine, so they are just things. So I went back to my room. Just about 4 a.m., my, my door rang. Ba -ba -ba -ba. I said, oh, hello. He said, oh, daddy wants to see you. So I jumped up. I followed him. I got to the office. I left him by that 2 a.m. He was wearing a short trousers. When I came back, he had one full trouser. He had senior, he has changed his t-shirt, everything, and he was standing. I saw camera crew everywhere. So he said, come, 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 stand here by me. And he took a photo with me and said, when are you going? I said, by six this morning. He said, okay. He said, go and print the photo, give to him, go and put it, go and show it to the people that you saw me, I'm leaving. So those are the things that made me, I can't forget about Prophet mm. Joshua. So those are such profound experiences, um, especially with how things later transpired. But I want to touch on something that um, really stood out to me with regards to what you went through. With your, you were ready to face persecution in the name of you know, loving Prophet T.B. Joshua and defending his, his name, his reputation and his exactly. honor. Prophet T.B. Joshua's life was filled with persecution throughout his ministry and throughout his lifetime. And he often used to come into church and teach us some of the practical things, the revelation that God would have shared with him about how to deal with those situations, how to deal with persecution, how to deal with offense and so forth. I'd love to know which of those lessons were the most impactful for you when you were going through what you went through. What were the messages from Prophet TB Joshua's teachings that really saw you through? Well, among so many of his teachings, the one that says, time and tide waits for nobody. Once you are struggling for God, he is backing you up. That was the most, the most motivating factor in our battle for his name. We defended Prophet T.B. Joshua and we're still defending it. In that, he's, he's, if he's somebody that's ordinary, yeah, I would say maybe if I go back to him, he'll say, well, I didn't send you. But I know that he, he's, he was not ordinary. And something that's so spiritual, you don't, you don't doubt the capability. I never doubted the capability of who T.B. Joshua was before going on in the war front for him. We go on the battlefront for Prophet T.B. Joshua because we know he has one aim, to populate heaven and depopulate hell. So our objective is to bring those people from the kingdom of Satan into the kingdom of light. And he, we have his backup. When he called me, when he used to call, he would say, Call my brother. Hello, how are you? How is your business? That's another moment that I would like to touch on. Please go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Please you know, feel free to do so. I'm, I have a global business, cybersecurity, and I represent one of the giant security companies in West Africa here. And the, the founder was having problems with the, with the United States government. And, uh, I don't know how Prophet T.B. Joshua got the message. He called. He said, how is your business? That issue with your, your guy, 
How is he affecting you? I said, man of God, he, that guy is separated from the business. I said, I just want to know. That, that, those are moments that I can't forget. So when I sleep, I close my eyes because I know somebody is there praying for me. So it, it gives me the zeal to, to want to continue. So that's why you still see us here today. And, you know, talking about still seeing you here today as we round up our interview, let's talk about his legacy in your life and in the life of your family. How are you keeping his legacy going? The legacy of Prophet T.B. Joshua is so important to us. And it has impacted my life, my family. Uh, and uh, we still, uh, we continue to carry it along. We don't want to break the chain. Not because it's not here with us physically, uh, in, in person, we can break it because it has a lot to do with our tomorrow in heaven. What inspired us most, one of his uh, mass prayer time, he said, God told him, say, T.B. Joshua, tell your people that I'm in their heart. And he said, God, who are my people? He said, everyone that I sent you to. So we knew in my family that God sent T.B. Joshua to us. So we cannot play with his legacy. Mm. That's how it is. Mm. Because of that word. And how do I know if God sent T.B. Joshua to me? When I look at the precedents, I look at the, 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 the goings around him and myself, I say, no, God sent this man to me. When my business was shaking, he called. I just received an extreme call. Say, how is it going? I said, man of God, I was, I was planning to send you email. He said, all is well. He, he, he didn't even go to say, let us pray. No, he said, all is well. And it was well. One, one serious occasion, by 10 o'clock in the morning, I was in my office. My telephone rang. Prophet said, my brother, when last did you check your BP? Wow. I said, but man of God, I'm not sick. He said, go check it. And call this line back. I went to the pharmacy, a big pharmacy. I did the check. The result came out. The little girls were just going around with my result. I was sitting down. So I beckoned them, said, come, I have to go. They said, no, please wait. After a few minutes, two doctors came on. I said, well, that's the man? They called me. Said, excuse me, did you come alone? I said, yes. Did you drive yourself to come? I said, yes. I said, well, we are very sorry. We can't allow you to go because you are at the crisis level. I was not sick. I drove myself to go there. So what we're going to do now is you should not make any, any discussion you don't have to talk to say you are holding a meeting or say we're going to give you a driver that will drive you home. Just go and lie down until this uh, 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 pressure subsides. I said, okay. The driver dropped me to my office. I went upstairs. I took my phone. I called. I said, hello. I said, can I talk to Prophet? Timmy Joshua. He came online. I say, how was it? I say, the prophet, they say I'm at the crisis level. He say, okay. 
Put your hand on your chest. Like this. And he prayed, he said, it's fine. After six days, I went back to the same place. Everything was normal. So these are the legacies that, we, that, mean, that will remain indelible in our hearts as a family. I don't know. I don't know what we could do without, uh, <laughs> without him being on our side. So we're just holding on with the faith that his, I mean, his God is always by us. It's not an easy task. Yes. And speaking about the grace that you enjoyed as a partner, I know some of your favorite memories and your favorite moments were the opportunity to participate and to travel along on the Crusades. Uh, will you share some of your most memorable experiences on the Crusades? Ah, the most intriguing one was uh, I had to go to the US and I was here. As we were about to leave his office, he said, I want you to be with me in Mexico crusade. Mexico? In the first instance, I, I started asking the evangelist, how do I get visa to go to Mexico? <laughs> first things first. <laughs> they said, oh, but then uh, you have to handle that yourself. I said, okay. Since he said it, he knew about it. And by faith, we left. I went back. I just called a... U.S. Embassy to ask them for information. They say, oh, once you have the American visa, you don't need visa to go to Mexico. That was how I went. So the next thing I received an email, he said, when you get to Mexico, call this number, they will pick you up. And uh, But the most touchy part was at that crusade, I began to shed tears when I saw over 100,000 human beings in the stadium, Aztec Stadium, and outside, the multitude of people wanting to come in. The, the inside already filled up. I remember Mama Evelyn uh, T.B. Joshua was there. In fact, the day before, she called us, hey, partners, please come. We cannot handle this huge crowd for tomorrow. So we had to be there. I was part of the ushers. I was ushering that day. But I was ushering. It got to a stage, I looked from upstairs, I looked down, I saw people waiting for one man from Africa. I began to shed tears. Then a fellow standing by me said, but Dennis, what's the problem? Then he asking me what's the problem. He too, he was shedding tears. I said, why are you crying too? <laughs> <laughs> he said, but to see a crowd like this, waiting for one man, T.B. Joshua said, it's something new. I said, that is it. So those are the intriguing moments that we had with him. He was preparing for another crusade after that, which was France. We were preparing. I was telling my wife, no, you got to start getting ready now. All of a sudden, we received email and said, join me in Israel. I said, ah, the game has changed to Israel, but by God's grace. Among the people that God sent T.B. Joshua to were us. We went there. Many, many could not go because they didn't get a visa. Some didn't even know how to apply for the Israeli visa, but we got there. We went there, and it was another turning point in a Christian's life. So following T.B. Joshua is following a man that was sent by God. I don't need anybody to tell me. Once I saw him, and I saw Emmanuel TV, 
I, I told my technician, put that channel up there. Let me stick to it and see. And I saw. I, I saw him. I touched him. And I, I, I sat with him. I dined with him. So he, he was a father, a mentor, a shepherd. Mm. There is no equal. So, so I don't want to go emotional because it's not easy. When the, the news came, it was, it was uh, his home going. It was about one o'clock in the morning. A, a partner sent me SMS, said, please look, at, uh, 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 look on the YouTube or whatever. Say they just saw a message about a uh, prophet's uh, uh, ongoing. I told my wife, we look at it on a manual uh, platform, manual TV platform. We didn't see any message. We said, oh, it's a fake. So I called him. I said, oh, forget that thing. It's a fake. Until then I started sending message, messages to the manual line. There was no response. I said, something wrong somewhere. These lines never stopped responding to us, something wrong somewhere until we got to about 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock. Then the news came on a Emmanuel TV platform. And uh, it was a total breakdown for us. It was an irreparable loss in the physical. But in the spirit, we are joyful. So knowing Prophet T.B. Joshua is knowing somebody who came in the supernatural form. I had, when I sit with my friends, pastors, this, I speak boldly. So I cannot miss a word when it comes to Prophet T.B. Joshua because I know what I gain from there and what I'm gaining and what I'm going to gain. So that is my little contribution to my TBJ moments. Definitely not a little contribution. Uh, you called him prophet, mentor, shepherd. And we hold on to those words because they are not time bound. They are not distance bound. Exactly. And I love that you continue to make sure that his work, his legacy and what he stood for continues and lives on for generations and generations to come. So definitely not a small or a little contribution, a massive contribution. And I do have faith that you have touched many lives. Thank you so much, Mr. Dennis Samuels. Thank you. This has been a fantastic exchange. I am touched and I know that the viewers at home have been touched as well by your experiences Thank with you. Prophet TV Joshua. Thank, Thank you. you so much Thank for your you time. Thank you very much. Thank you for welcoming me. That was Mr. Dennis Samuels from Ivory Coast sharing his touching experience and journey with Prophet T.B. Joshua and the Synagogue Church of All Nations. Now, on that very profound note, we call it a day today. Thank you so much for joining us for another wonderful edition of my TBJ Moments, and we look forward to plenty more conversations in the future. But for today, that's all we have. Thank you for watching my TBJ Moments.